you are tuned in to Life Talk with Chrissy, where we discuss transformative, relatable topics to change your life. Hi, Carol, and welcome to Life Talk with Chrissy. Thanks for joining us. Tell me a little bit about yourself and our audience about yourself. Okay, my name is Carol, and I'm a mother of three, three beautiful daughters, two that are grown, one is 13. Um, I have three grandsons. I'm a financial coach and a DOD contractor, which is a Department of Defense contractor for the federal government. Okay. Um, I've been doing both for nine years, and it's actually my own business. Um, prior to doing all of this, I was in the medical field 30 years, and you know, as a mom, you know, as a mom, yeah. the strict yeah. schedules, a single mom, it was yes. just really hard um, coming home and being tired, you know, and not being able to give my uh, child the time that she needed. So I stepped out on faith and I left and really didn't have a plan. You know, I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know what you want me to do next. But I went to a networking event, which introduced me to um, the government contracting. I started doing that. But at the time, as we know with the business, you can't be a CEO of your business if you're not a CEO of your personal. You know, if your personal is not in order. You have to have that home-life balance. Mm -hmm. You have to have that. Now, let me ask you this really quick, just chiming in. For the 30 years that you were on your job, Mm -hmm. was that a hard transition for you? To leave? Yeah. So so 30 years you've been on your job and to transition out, you said you didn't have a plan. Mm -hmm. You just went out by faith. Mm -hmm. So with you going out by faith and being someplace for 30 years, you're committed, Mm -hmm. um, comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, So how did you feel coming out of that 30-year commitment on your job? For me... um to be honest, I probably really didn't even think about it. Okay. Um, I loved what I did in the medical field because I, I like um, sewing into people and helping right. others. I'm very compassionate. Right. But I also knew that I was tired. Okay. And I knew that God had more for me. It, it was like when you get to that point where you say, this is exactly. not it. What is my calling? It's, it's something more. So the transition was easy, okay. but it was the after the transition. When yes. you make the decision, like, did you think about that? What's mm-hmm. next? So financially, you wasn't really ready. Um, I, you know what? I had I was a great saver. I was oh, a great that's saver. Awesome. So I like I left in December of uh, 2011. Okay. By February of that 2012, I was already doing DOD contracting. So it was, you know, so where you think it's going to be a long transition. Right. It really wasn't. But I didn't even know that was what was next. What is a DOD contractor? Okay. You know, so I didn't know. But I said, Lord, I'm trusting this is what you're saying I need to do. Okay. So I I went for it, and I was very successful six months in, but credit was messed up. Okay. So talk about a little bit about um, your business. Now, you said you you transitioned from 30 years off of your corporate job or your medical medical field Mm -hmm. job, and you went right into this business. Correct. So let's talk a little bit more about your business, um, how you got started. Um, did you have people that helped you out when you went into business? So talk a little bit more about that. Okay, so I started the first business, which was the government contracting. Okay. Um, I had a gentleman who showed me how to do it, but I could tell that he wasn't quite comfortable. Okay. So I'm a, a researcher. Like, I'm always researching. Yes. I'm, I'm a person that, like a student all the time. So he would say, oh, this is just like a six-month get-in-and-get-out business. And I'm like, with the federal government? So I just started researching, downloading all the information, going to the site, talking to administrators as I was being on contracts, and they were helping me. Okay. And so then it started 
making sense. Like, hey, you know, you can't just do this business. You have to have access to vendors or becoming a distributor or having uh, Lean Six Sigma certifications and women-owned business. So you have to make know. connections. Yes. So, and I did that. And, and this is a hard business for women. It's catered to be, uh, women. Okay. But you deal with a lot of men in this industry. You de- you're supplying military equipment. So it's like the, your competition. They exactly. overprice the products. They try to make it where you can't be successful. Okay. You know, so if that makes sense. But I just kind of did the work. I, and I, I'm a talker and, and very good. Like, and so people would talk about their grandkids and stuff like that. So good. that's how I weaned myself in. Or I would find out what did they like. One of my vendors used to live here and loved Connie Pizza. I would just ship So you being connected, like you said before, you being a lover of people mm-hmm. and wanting to help people helped you to be successful in that industry of yes. your business. Yes. So the Onyx part, the Onyx Capital, you said that your credit. Yes. You said your credit yes. was, ooh, it was bogus. It, it was It was bogus. It started out wonderful in okay. my uh, 20s. Okay. But somewhere in life, you know, I relocated. I was in a relo- relationship, relocated, and things just kind of, you know, fell. So let's touch a little bit about that credit because I know our listeners really want to know, and I'm pretty sure they, we have oh, young absolutely. listeners. We have older listeners that needs to revamp. They mm-hmm. need to reestablish their credit. Right. So let's talk a little bit about Onyx Capital. Okay. And um, what they can expect, what the, how they can, um, you know, um, contact you mm-hmm. in regards to their credit. Okay. But give them some pointers. Give them some um, ways that they can um, improve their credit. Mm-hmm. Give them some strategies. I know a lot of people, they want to know, well, what can I do? How can I do it? Where can I get started? So tell us about Onyx Capital. Okay, Onyx Capital, which stands for Black Money Enterprise, to do with all finances, um, all all areas of finance. Okay. So I am a credit coach, a credit uh, score coach, and a financial coach because you mess up from credit because of your finances. So um, far as credit, the first thing that the listeners need to do is understand that credit report. Okay. Half of them, that when they come to me, they don't even know what they're looking at. And the majority of errors lie in your credit report. It's not because of sometimes what the consumer did. Okay. It's because of the uh, inaccurate uh, reporting, a name, a social, date of birth Good. off, uh, um, address might not be correct. Those are things you should look at because it could be a potential that you're a victim of identity. How did I get this address that's not connected to me? Or where's this variation of name change coming Mm -hmm. from? So those are things that they should be looking at. But in addition, not panicking when the score drops. Sometimes you don't have bad credit. Mm -hmm. It's the utilization. We get credit cards and then we max them. And then you want to pay the minimum balance. So, you know, that's that's the thing. Utilization is 30% of your credit score. Okay. 35% is payment history. That's 65%. Those are the two biggest areas of your credit score. Now, when can an individual, when this is the best time to establish credit? Because sometimes, like, I have a daughter. Mm -hmm. She's 16. And so, you know, they're getting their first job. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to get a car. Mm -hmm. They want to buy things. When is the best age or time to establish credit? Well, what I did with my with my daughter, she doesn't have her own credit, but she's riding on my credit to build her credit. And how does that work? Because you just add them on your credit. If you have good credit, oh. you add them as an authorized user, and they, they get a score, score early on. But during right. the process, my 13-year-old has to understand. Okay. You know, so she's understanding about credit and APRs. For when she go on college, the first thing they're asking you to do is get student credit Absolutely. cards, Absolutely. and then you know the you know they don't think about. I don't have a job, so this will fall back on my parents, or it's going to be on my credit. So I don't suggest them start young, even if they have a job. Most first-time jobs are a restaurant. 
So what is the age, do you think? I would say um, right around the time when they go to college, okay. you will, you know, you want to start building maybe with one card. Okay. Um, they get a little excited and they're applying for all these cards and now guess what, you're using them all. Right. And then they come with high APRs. There's no credit card that does not have a high APR. That's how the banks right. make their money. And you so, have to be able to afford your, yes. your monthly balance and they say that you're supposed to pay what, 30%? Yes, and I tell my clients actually to keep the credit limit, you know, the uh, credit balance to 30%, but to act as if, if you're gonna use that card, Act as if you didn't have it. If you didn't have this a credit card, you have to go into the store and pay cash. Right. Take that cash and put it into a bill account. Okay. Use the credit card. And then Emergency. 30 days when you get yeah. that statement, you have the full amount, pay it back. That's where the toddling of the score go down, but I'm paying my full balance, I get a high increase. Okay. All right. So, with Onyx Capital, um, give us some... Um, success stories. Kind of talk a little bit more about your success stories. With clients or just... With clients, mm -hmm. with Onyx um, Capital, with your government business. Give us some success stories that people can draw away from, the listeners can draw away from. So sometimes people, the listeners, they want to know, well, how can I make it out financially in this pit? Mm -hmm. So some people may have gotten themselves in a financial dilemma. Mm -hmm. Okay? How can I make it out of this financial dilemma? Okay. So kind of give them some strategies, some tips on how they can get out of their financial situation. Okay. okay. The first thing I tell my clients is, you know, because they come to you and they're down, they're, dis they're depressed, they, like, think that I've messed up. We've all messed up at some point. Yeah. So don't take that as a, a bad thing. I, I tell people fail and fail continually because in order to be successful, you have to have some failures and revamp the blueprint. Good. And that that's all it is. So I tell, like, I, I just try to get them to discipline as far as the first thing that people need to do with credit is to have a physical budget. Not I know it in my head. No, it needs to be on paper. Okay. A monthly one. And then I need you to have a daily one because most of us go out with some cash. Before you know it, where's that cash? You have no clue where you spent it. And a lot of times I have clients say, oh, I had $100. You spent $100 today on what? And what I found, too, with, um, with money, when it comes to money, accountability partners help. Absolutely. You know, to have somebody there to be like, okay, um, you know, to check in with you, mm -hmm. know, how you doing, yeah. or, you know, are you staying on task? Yeah. And it kind of just helps you to move forward to uh, your goal. Absolutely. You know, to where you want to be. And I'll just say this, for instance, for someone that wants to buy a house, mm -hmm. okay? You know, you have to have credit. You know, you have to have that money down. Right. Um, you know that you have to establish relationships with lenders, Um you have to establish relationships with your realtor. Absolutely. So there's different things that comes into play even when it comes to money. So let's right. talk about money. Right. Okay? okay? Let's talk about money. Money, I feel like sometimes um, scares people mm -hmm. because if you have a lot of money, you want to spend it. Absolutely. Okay? So I feel like the discipline portion yes. plays a major role with money. Because, mm -hmm. again, credit and money go hand in hand. Okay. You know? Right. Do you agree? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. That's because, again... That's why I call it credit, where credit meets finance. Right. Because a lot of times we're in the generation where people are like, I want the money, I got the money, I have the money. Mm -hmm. But anytime you want to buy a business, anytime you want to buy a house, anytime Absolutely. you want to get property, that's the first thing they're going to look at mm -hmm. is your credit. Yes. You know? And in the generation that we're in right now, the young generation, the mm -hmm. millennials, I find it hard for them to really grasp hold of the credit aspect. Right. You know, or then when they get to be 40 or 50, mm -hmm. they could have just, you know, really 
honed in on that discipline factor and Correct. just said, you know what, I want to create a, a generational wealth for myself, Correct. for my family, mm -hmm. for those who come after me. So the monthly budget, um, you said they need to have that. Absolutely. Right? And not in their head, but on paper. On paper. Print out a, they have them online. Just print out a budget mm -hmm. and write down, it tells you exactly what's considered in that. And I don't know if you've heard of the 50, 30, 20 rule. That's no, your budget. The 50, 30, 20 rule, rule is your budget. 50% of your income is your needs. Okay. 30% is what we call our wants and 20% is saving. So I try to get my clients to change that 30%. Why do you need a 30% want? If I can get you to lower that 10% wants yeah. and add that other over to your savings or creating stocks and bonds, you're leaving a legacy now for those to come from behind you. The 50% we can't do away with. That's right. the original rule. It's now being changed to 60, 20, 20. Okay. They're giving you 60% needs. But a lot of the um, uh, my clients, don't realize that your credit cards fall into those needs and they don't put that on their budget. That is a bill so now. Strategy. So mm -hmm. the strategy that they, they need to be able to create, um, to be able to reach their goal realistically, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And then I would say, um, I would say as far as um, building the credit, building their money, building their goals, mm -hmm. but savings. Correct. Absolutely. I think, I'm just being honest, I think in this generation where we are right now, some people don't know how to save. Right. Do you agree? Absolutely. They don't know how to save. It's like, as soon as they get some money in their pocket, it's like, I'm going to put this money up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put this money up. Mm -hmm. Then something comes up, and then you going into that stash. Right. You know? So when you stand to creating the strategies and creating ways where you can build your credit, mm -hmm. creating a budget. Correct. You got to build a savings yes. because they call it a nest egg. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. or, you know, my mom and them used to say, well, you know, you have your little stash somewhere right. just in case <laughs> you need it, you know, don't touch it, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like it's really hard nowadays for us to really realistically reach the goals that we're trying to reach. Right. And, th and the part of that is because they don't have it, a mindset. It's change. a mentality. It is really, and even for adults. It's a mindset change. It you is. have to say enough is enough. Yeah. Do I have to have the Louboutins? Do I have to have the red bottoms? And all, like th that's what I'm you hearing don't have from to the have kids. That. Like even you talking about the proms and all yeah. of this. Yeah. This stuff is unnecessary. If you take and change your mindset about you're sowing into somebody else's legacy. That's so true. It's okay to treat yourself. Like I tell my clients, do through this process. We're going to create ways to bring money back in. And yeah. after you reach a goal, now go treat yourself. Yeah. Let's, let's figure out what one item you want. So reward and reward system. yourself. Yeah. But in the process, the goal is to bring money back in. Right. And we don't want that money sitting visible in an account that's accessible. Now let's create stocks, bonds, or residual income, or multiple streams of income. How am I going to do that? I want to make money when I sleep. I don't okay. want to work hard. I want to work smart. Yeah. And, and that's all a part of it. But it, it, I find that the first thing is, I can't do credit or finance because I got to talk to them about this here first. Okay. Where are you at here? Yeah. They're calling, I want a car. But are you, what is your budget? Like, oh, I don't know. See, we have to change this Mindset, first. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm going to put you right back into the same predicament that you're in now. We yeah. change this, we create strategies, objectives, tools, and then we can get to an end result. Because yeah. your financial freedom is an end result. It's your destiny. And you don't want to get back to, yeah. you know, an old spot. Yeah. It's fostering wise decision making. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say, put, throw this in there real quick, too, about um, 
financial legacy and generational wealth. I want to mm -hmm. talk about that real quick because I just really feel like the mindset mm -hmm. has to be like, whatever I'm doing, whatever uh, business that I'm building, mm -hmm. um, whatever um, career that I'm building, whatever I'm doing, the lasting thought or the intent has to be, this has to supersede me. Absolutely. It, this has to be able to take care of my offspring, mm -hmm. my seed, um, whether it's a man or my husband, my mm -hmm. wife. Um, even some people be able to take care of my parents. Right, Because right. some people are caretakers for their parents. They have to be able to, um, they have to be able to um, reach back right. as their mom and their dad sacrificed for them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, let's talk about this real quick, and then we're going to go to the next question. Mm -hmm. um, we come from poverty. We come from mm -hmm. um, lineages and lines where money was Absolutely. an issue, you know, meaning that um, we always have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Right. You know, let's talk to our listeners about that. Right. Because some people, they don't know how to manage money. They don't know if they do get a, a host of money um, at one time. You know how sometimes people may, they may win the lottery. Right, right. But they broke the next year. Right. And it's because, like you just said, the mindset. Right. They don't know. But the thing is, like, when you were talking about, like, we're trying to create a legacy, a, a wealth legacy. Mm -hmm. I ask a lot of people, even when I teach, what does that word wealth mean to you? And most of them say, oh, money, cars, a house. No, mm -hmm. wealth is wealth with options. I have the option to walk into like a dealership that. and walk out in 10 minutes. I have the option to get options. this platinum card or turn it down. It's wealth with options, and that, does, that doesn't just mean money or finance. Absolutely. It means your joy, your peace, your happiness, because yeah. with finances, 21% of divorces are based off of financial yeah. issues. 30% yeah. of our population is dealing with stress because of finances. Yeah. 41% relationship issues because of finances. So if we can change that, the word it's wealth dynamic. now is wealth with options because yeah. now I'm no longer stressed. No longer I'm not. And I'm no longer <laughs> worried about yeah. uh, my relationship. Just yeah. think of somebody getting divorced only because of finances because we couldn't figure it out. You know, families are being broken. So that's why I say let's not say wealth with money, cars, and stuff yeah. because those things. The love of those things are the very things that will tear down that financial Absolutely. journey. You have Absolutely. to change the mindset and say, I'm wealthy with options. I do have the option to be approved for a Bentley if I want it, yeah. or the, uh, the option to turn it down. Because you were disciplined. You're absolutely. You were disciplined. So that's what it is. The goal is to reach the community and say, let's be wealthy with options. You talked about taking care of your parents. Yes. Well, guess what? Wealthy with options means I was smart enough to take the extra money that I saved absolutely. and go reach out to a wealth management person, Merrill Lynch, and now have insurance or indexed insurance that will make money or afford me to take care of my parents. Those are wealth with options. Those are wealth with options. So tell me a little bit about, we talked about successes. Mm -hmm. We talked about how you came off your 30 year job yep. and how you leap by faith. We talked about the two businesses that yes. God allowed you to Absolutely. now prosper in. Mm -hmm. Now you're coaching other individuals mm -hmm. on how wealth transfer, yes. generational wealth. Let's talk about some failures. Oh, you're not no. always winning. Oh, you're not no. always on top. Oh no! So let's talk about some um, some failures, some some ways of how you overcame. And, and okay, in your so business, like said, in your life, this like is... even personal life, like how I started, like I, the point where I was homeless. And when I oh, say homeless, wow. I had two older daughters, one in eighth grade and one a sophomore in high school, and both athletes, you know, honor students, but sleeping in the car. 
you know, because of bad decision making. Okay. And, and not because I watched my mother or father make bad decisions. Absolutely, it was just my own thing because no. they didn't have financial issues. They did stuff the right way, but my daughters wanted, oh, I want the Jordans, and you just, you know, you're trying to give yeah, your kids stuff, and yeah. that's, and then it just overwhelms you, and then before you look up, yeah. is, you know, this debt. So then I get out of this place, and then 20 years later, I have my, my next daughter, and guess what? Homeless again. So, so you so think about me, that. Let's, talk, let's touch on that real quick. So you were homeless the first time, and you got back on top. Then you fell down to the bottom again. Well, not back on top with the. Well, you got back. What you, you mean with together. cleaning the credit? Yeah, up. You God allowed somebody to give me a place, get stuff together. You know, have the money come okay. in and start kind of changing the decisions, but okay. the credit wasn't right. The second time wasn't really so much of um, my decision making. It was just in, with the dad of, of the okay. daughter. We weren't together, living in his house, and it was like I'll not pay the bills in the house. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so it's me. That's a bad decision because you're not married to him. So why would you move into a house? Why would you Absolutely. trust that he has your best interest? You know, and to me, so you it, didn't make sound, de from that's sound decisions. Sound decisions at that and, time. And and at that time, and even coming along, I beat myself up about that. So I had to forgive myself and say, hey, it's okay because God said you, he can't use you for his glory if you don't have a story to tell. Yeah. I tell people, they say, what, what is your product in your company? I'm the product. You are the product. They say, you what are. do you mean? I'm the failure. Without me failing, I can't stand before you or Absolutely. coach you. I can't give you the tools Absolutely. because I had to fail and fail again and fail again and use them failures to be successful, change the blueprint. I continue to change the blueprint every day. You know, I'm, I tell my um, clients, I'm still a student with you. What does that mean? I'm constantly making sure that I'm up to the changes so that I can give, be the best for you yes. as a coach. So I would say to our listeners that with you failing, mm -hmm. You have to have the test in order to have the testimony. Absolutely. And it just shows that with you going through what you went, what you went through, mm -hmm. you made it out, yes. you made it through, you pretty much told yourself or you had to encourage yourself to say, there's better, there's more for me. Absolutely. And then you're doing it, and now you're helping other people. Yes, and, and it's so. so empowering. What's on the horizon for you? Um, well, I do. I just did a, a seminar, my first seminar in March. So the goal is to do them quarterly. So I'm working on one for June, maybe early July. I really want to get out into our community, okay. to the unemployment offices, help our single mothers who don't think there's a way out. They have, you know, they don't have that go-to person because I was you. So if I can help change some mindsets and help people change their credit and maybe give them an outlet and say, hey, it's okay, we, you can do this. It's okay. a process. So that's what the seminars are going to be. And then I have one May the 20th, which is actually with Great Lakes uh, Credit Union. Okay. They're hosting it, but they've asked me to come out and talk on the financial aspects. So just in May is the yeah. only event that you have coming up? Right. And I'm, okay. I was texting her before to try to get the location because okay. she's kind of like last minute with the, you know, telling you the location okay. and so forth. But um, that's the goal. So I always post on um, my Instagram page when events are coming um, so that people can come out, um, you know, just trying to change it up. Summer's coming. People want to party. So I'm thinking about doing some uh, financial empowerment rooftops. Hey, okay. let's network. Okay. Let's get some people in here and then give you some tools and strategies to help you get back to where you need to be. And that was my next question. How can we stay connected to you? Um, so on, go ahead and give your, your social media um, outlet, your website. How can we contact you? Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram at onyx underscore capital underscore enterprise. Okay. Facebook is onyx capital enterprise inc. Um, my website is onyxcapitalenterprise.com. Okay. And then I have another one for private bookings, which is carolterrell.com. Um, our contact number is 312-725-3771. 
You can reach me on my personal email at carol at carolterrell.com or onyxcapitalenterprise at gmail.com. Amazing. All right. So we're going to wrap it up, but I want you to give us a 30-second word of encouragement to our listeners. What can they take away from this um, amazing podcast today? Um, what you can take, what the listeners can take away is basically be encouraged. Do not take um, your financial failures as a disappointment. Um, it just empowers you to do better. We have when we don't know better, how can you do better? Absolutely. So don't take it um, in a bad way. Uh, many of us have failed in finances. It's not a bad thing. Um, I also encourage them to start now. Do the work to start now. Don't look for a fast re result in this credit process. Um, it didn't take you five days to, you know, mess up your credit. This is a qualitative uh, process. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, do not look for quantitative a la carte work. Look for a five-course meal or a qualitative process. I like that. All right, Carol, thank you so much thank for you. joining and us. Thank you so Life much for Talk having me on. With Chrissy, you are so welcome. We will have you back soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on all social media handles at Christina King Rogers. Also, please leave your honest review on today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify.